You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to this edition of Hamtramck Now and Then, the podcast of the Hamtramck Historical Museum, which is done in cooperation with Podcast Detroit. Uh, I'm Greg Kowalski, Executive Director of the Hamtramck Historical Museum, and we're here. I'm here with Joe Koshut, who's the Chairman of the Board of the Friends of Historical Hamtramck, which owns and operates the museum. Joe? Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing today? Um, yeah, Great. good to be here. Good, good. We have a special guest today, Joe. Um, Hamtramck Mayor Karen Majewski is here with us today, and we're going to go over some of uh, her experiences in, in coming to Hamtramck, because... I, I will say every so often we get somebody who comes into the museum and asks if you, Karen Majewski, is related to Arthur Majewski, who was I mayor. get those questions all the time. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to St. Lads? <laughs> yeah. And I say, no, she is not. So tell us, where are you from originally? Karen? Actually, I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born on the south side of Chicago. and then um, That's why you're so tough. Back, back of the yards, uh-huh. And then um, I grew up basically in a... Inner ring suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how did you end up over here? Well, I came to Michigan to go to grad school at U of M. Mm-hmm. I um, entered the uh, PhD program in American culture, and I was studying uh, immigration and ethnicity with a special focus on Polish Americans. Mm-hmm. So, I moved. I didn't live in Ann Arbor. Um, mm-hmm. I lived in Detroit, on the uh, in Hamtramck Heights, right, uh-huh. right over yep, the border. Yep. Um, uh, by uh, uh, on Bristow Street for ten years, and then um, when I finally finished my doctorate, then uh, we bought a house in Hamtramck and moved over the border. <laughs> Did you find it different? You know, as uh, well. Let me just see what attracted you to Hamtramck. Is it well? You know, I think that all my life I've been looking for something to replace that Chicago neighborhood that I remember uh-huh. from when I was two and three and four years old. The mm-hmm. sidewalks, the um, people sitting, you know, on their porches, yeah. um, hearing church bells, you know, and you know, mm-hmm. from your yard, you know, that that always held a, a just just kind of touched my heart, and, mm-hmm. you know, moved me. That kind of you know the sound of uh, sound of heels on sidewalk, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the, um, that kind of urban life, um, yeah. walking across the street to the candy store, or right? You know, that just really always drew me um Mm -hmm. and um so this was hamtramck was the closest thing you could find to that kind of neighborhood Mm -hmm. um in michigan and uh, and of course you know since i was studying poles it made a whole lot of sense um to be here Mm -hmm. now you also were associated with orchard lake st mary's weren't you for a time i worked for orchard lake for um Mm -hmm. from most of the 90s Mm -hmm. uh till about 2009 so Mm -hmm. In various capacities, mm-hmm. um, I was a uh, uh, professor in the East and Central European Studies program. Uh-huh. I worked for the Polish Mission when we created that. Um, I was Polish and rare book librarian. Um, so, you know, taught a lot of classes. In fact, t- taught um, the film of the Balkan War, films of the Balkan War. Really interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So got a lot of... To do a lot of different things at Orchard yeah. Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, eventually St. Mary's College closed yeah. in 2003, and I stayed on for a few years after that. And then, mm-hmm. 
And here we are. (laughs) (laughs) So, and how is the Polish community in Chicago compared to the Metro Detroit area? Yeah, you know, I mean, Chicago is really the capital of of Polonia Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Um, But it's, there's basically, there's a south side neighborhood and there's a north side Mm -hmm. neighborhood. But of course, you know, I mean, those neighborhoods are 150 years old, more than that now. And so, you know, they all ethnic neighborhoods change. Right. And that same kind of trajectory that we see in Detroit area where, you know, people follow Mound Road or, you know, mm-hmm. or they, mm-hmm. you know, or they follow Michigan Avenue or whatever, you know, in whatever direction they're going, you know, depending on what's what side of the mm-hmm. city they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing happened in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was growing up, actually, the suburb that I grew up in, Oakland, was not particularly Polish. It was, you know, there were people mm-hmm. from, from mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. different ethnic backgrounds. Although, although, I will say that in Chicago, you always knew, like, uh-huh. who, who was Irish, who was Lithuanian, who yeah. was Polish, you know. You, you, it was just part of your mentality. So, so. Yeah. Um, but now it's quite Polish, actually. Really? Because yeah. of that, yeah. um, uh, you know, natural um, migration mm-hmm. within the, mm-hmm. the, you know, urban area. Yeah, that was actually going to be my my uh, next yeah. question. Was uh, you know, Hamtramck has changed a lot. We always talk about right. that, and, um, but uh, you know, the where you grew up always oh, said Oaklawn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how you know how it, how it had changed. Um, so, but it's interesting to see that you know, like Hamtramck, you had the Polish people, and then they they ended up moving moving mm-hmm. on, and then but you know where you're from, they kind of ended up moving. Mm-hmm. In more, you know, yeah, so that's yeah. it's and, kind of it's yeah. kind of an interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a normal kind of dynamic, you know. Any yeah. place you go, you know, yeah. the, those corridors create, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the the trajectory out, yeah. you know, to the next the next stage, you know. Of the, yeah, you can really find it in with Hamtramck too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, a specific pattern. That, yep. uh, you know, at first they went to Outer Drive in Van Dyke mm-hmm. area, then to Warren, then mm-hmm. to Sterling Heights yeah. and Troy mm-hmm. and that area. So it's very fascinating. Yeah. Now, you've written a book on uh, at least one book, I know. Yeah. You know, um, I write quite a bit, yeah. publish quite a bit, but um, the the only book that I actually wrote, mm-hmm. all, the whole thing um, by myself, mm-hmm. not just a, a, you know, submitted a chapter or whatever, Yeah. Um, was published in 2003. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, entitled Traitors and True Poles, mm-hmm. uh, Narrating a Polish-American Identity, 1880 mm-hmm. to 1939. And it um, is completely original research that no one had done before mm-hmm. um, on Polish immigrant literature, so fictions, short mm-hmm. stories and novels, written by Polish immigrants about their experience in America or their communities in America, but mm-hmm. in Polish, mm-hmm. and published by immigrant publishing houses. So the important thing there, I mean, this is not just a Polish phenomenon. Every immigrant groups mm-hmm. group has a literature that they create in their own language yeah. that never gets translated and completely flies under the radar of you know, literary history and, mm-hmm. and li- literary studies. So, no, if you're not in the community, you don't even know that it exists. Mm-hmm. And if you're a second generation and you don't speak Polish, you probably or you don't speak that the um, yeah. uh, you know, traditional language, you probably don't know it ever existed at all. So um, the, that project, and it's still really uh, mm-hmm. close to my heart, and I mm-hmm. still work in that material a lot, um, was really, it took 10 years to... Um, 
to kind of dig around. It was really detective work to figure out what work is out there. Mm-hmm. Who, who were the authors? What did they write? Can I even find a copy of it? Because yeah. a lot of a lot of the material was was published in in uh, kind of newsprint and small, um, you know, local publications that that um, immigrants could afford. You know, a book for five cents or something like that. So I'm really really proud of that work, and it's uh, it's uh, still groundbreaking. That that must have been a real challenge, though. And it was really really um, fun. So yeah. Um, and I still want to get back to that project. In fact, there was a novel written about Hamtramck. Really? Um, published in 1921 by Czesław Łukaszkiewicz, Jivna um, The Strange Girl. Mm-hmm. And um, I recently proposed uh, to Ohio University Press, which has a Polish and Polish-American Studies um, mm-hmm. publishing program uh, series, um, to have... Uh, to work with the translator because mm-hmm. um, it it does really require you know, specific translating mm-hmm. skills, not mm-hmm. not my poor translating skills. Um, I w- and that I would do the annotations and mm-hmm. and you know edit it and do the footnotes and all of that historical background, and then someone could um, do the translation. The person I tr- I proposed to do the translating said this is actually um, too too difficult in some really? ways yeah. because the language is archaic mm-hmm. and already and um, it's it's kind of very particularized language and mm-hmm. it's and then interesting the pu- interest to interest the publishing house in that project uh, was also going to be an uphill climb so I'd still like to do it in some way or another I'm just not sure of course yeah. nowadays you can self-publish anything yes <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you don't get paid for publishing basically with a with an academic press, so no. it doesn't make any difference if you, if you self-publish. You're not losing any money unless you're J.K. Rowling. You don't get paid. <laughs> Honestly, that novel, um, you know, when you think about, I know that Greg and, and Joe, you know, you talk to a lot of people about yeah. the kinds of political corruption yeah. and the the, um, the just the. Uh, how 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 fraught and and contentious right. um, Hamtramck politics was in when we first became a city. Yes, not that you know too much has changed, but, <laughs> but to read this you haven't pulled a gun on anybody <laughs> in the council chamber. Honestly, to read this novel, it is there is shocking, really shocking stuff in this novel. Oh, we got to get this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have to. It really has to be translated. Yeah. I mean, now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. Um, it's quite, you know, yeah, your jaw will drop. Really? Oh, huh. this one's fun. Now I'm really intrigued. What can, what can we do to move this project along? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's fascinating, though, yeah. And the fact that you even know of this, you were able to find yeah, it. Yeah, I think no one's. Well, actually, huh? I, I think that maybe there's a couple of other people in the country who have uh-huh. read it in the last hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So now, you know, you, you come to Hamtramck, and, and there was a large Polish community, I assume, when you got mm-hmm. here, because uh, it's changed rather rapidly, mm-hmm. as a, in fact. And now we've got a, a whole mixture of uh, much more diversity than we had in those days, although there were, we always had a degree of diversity here. But now it's so much more. Do you see, what are your impressions of the changes? Well, you know, I mean, that's really, you know, I say that I came to Hamtramck because of yeah. my work. Um, and you know that that, mm-hmm. that focused on poles, but I was studying immigration and ethnicity in general. Yeah. So, like this kind of community where 
where there are people from all over the world, where I hear other languages yeah. on the street, you know, where I see people from all over the world. I mean, that's really, you know, whether they're Polish or not, I mean, that's really what attracted me um, to mm -hmm. Hamtramck. So mm -hmm. even if I hadn't been working on, on Poles specifically, this would have been the kind of community that I wanted to live in. And really, I see that, that, um, that uh, kind of, I, I don't want to call it regression because that Im implies you right. know, a, a hierarchy, but yeah. um, that those kinds of demographic changes, I mean, that's that's like the story of America, right? right. And that's what that's what I study, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what really um, enervates me and interests me um, and excites me when I, you know, come out on, on Joseph Campo or on Conan. You know? um, so this is a normal process. I mean, it can be, naturally, it's, you know, it can be painful if you're an sure. old-timer old and, you know, you know, if, when I go back to Chicago, you know, it's, <laughs> there are things that are hard to see or, you know, that are kind of, you know, sad to see. Um, but this is like, this is the story of America. You yeah. Know? Those, those uh, you know, immigrants who, who came at the turn of the century, turn of the previous century, uh, yeah. last century, uh-huh. If they came in the 1950s, let's say, when I was born, they would have been sad, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, things have changed so much. Yeah. You know, and there, there are folks, you know, growing up now in Hamtramck that this is going to be their Hamtramck, right, yeah. that they're going to remember, you know, and feel, uh, you know, connected to. So this is, this is how it works, right? Yeah. Well, you know, we get a lot of, uh, a lot of comments of, uh, of uh, well, Hamtramck isn't what it used to be. It's changed. And our response generally is go look in a mirror. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I was actually going to say the same thing. We, I've had people, you know, as I'm coming into the museum or being in the museum or just out on the street saying, you know, oh, Hamtramck has changed so much. And some people think it's, you know, maybe for the worst. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just view it as like it's just kind of a cycle, you know, and people are going to come and people are going to go. And a uh, hundred years ago, you had, or probably more than a hundred years ago now, you had uh, um, German people in Hamtramck, yeah. and they were op pretty much operating everything. And then you had, because of the Dodge factory, you had the the poles come in, and they must have freaked out. Yeah, they, yeah, they I mean, did. Cause, yeah, because you know, in, yeah. in in Europe, they were pretty much like mortal enemies. You know, so yeah. you know, it's it's a cycle, and you know. In 50 years, 100 years, it'll be something completely mm -hmm. different. You'll have a new, uh, you know, if you want to call it majority of, of people. And, mm -hmm. you know, but it's, I, like Karen said, it's, uh, it's, it's just America. Yeah. You know, it's, it's how it, it's how it goes. And, you know, everything isn't going to stay the same. I think if, if it did stay the same, it would just be boring. Stay, you know, it would be yeah. boring. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, I get pretty testy about, yeah. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah. Um, you know, because you guys are a museum, but the city is not a museum right. to, to, you know, somebody's grandparents. Right. And, you know, we have an evolving story here. And you can see a parade of time as it goes by here. And it's just sitting here at a desk here watching people walk by. And you see the difference. I, I always remember one day I was sitting here watching looking out the window, and here came uh, three uh, Yemeni uh, mom and two daughters, real young daughters. And they were completely head to toe, you know, with the garb that they wear, and you could only see their eyes. And I noticed, though, as one of the little girls walking by, 
She has flashing blue shoes. And it's, that's a cultural story right there. It's a, a story in itself because you're seeing the old, the new, the different cultures, how they're coming together in an awkward kind of way, but they are. And it's an evolving story, too. And this is what we have in front of us if you take advantage of it. Yeah, and, you know, this is the story of immigration, isn't it, where yeah. um, generations change. Um, the second generation is, you know, uh, not the, that grows up in the U.S. is not the same as the as the parents' genera- mm-hmm. generation that emigrated, and and the third generation is different still, and it's yeah, and it's a it's a continuing story for every single group. You know, absolutely. Now we've had a number of people come here from other countries, and I mean in terms of a, a journalist and mm-hmm. officials to see. And I know you met with a number oh, yeah. of them. What's your impression of that? What do you get from them when you see? Well, the- you know, I mean, I think that they're all kind of. Um, they're all kind of struggling with the same mm-hmm. um, kinds of issues in their own countries, but without the the kind of um, national identity that the U.S. has as a nation mm-hmm. of people who come here from other places. You know, mm-hmm. whether they're yeah. you know uh, on per, uh, <laughs> deliberately or because they're brought here, and so th- I think that you know, from my experience, they're really curious about how is it that we somehow make it work as mm-hmm. you know as, you know if you want to say work because it's a it's a process yeah and um and it's not always an easy process but you know their own countries i think that they're curious about how we do it and mm-hmm. how we somehow manage to to um be coherent mm-hmm. um, as a community, as a nation, but Hamtramck yeah. is this little piece of it that they can bite off and, and in, a, in a week or in a weekend or sometimes yeah. in an afternoon, yes. <laughs> um, they can um, try to, to bring something back that's useful to their, to their own country's experience. Yeah. They can get a grasp of it. We're mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. like you said, so tight. That you can actually, I always had the vision, you could get your arms around this community. Right. You can really understand yeah. it, which, which you can't do in a city like Detroit, which is right. so vast yeah. and so varied. But it's a fascinating, it's, every day is an adventure in this town. <laughs> really. Yeah, so, people are really interested in the Hamtramck story. Yeah, it's spread quite a bit, way, way beyond their own borders, mm-hmm. so... So we were told, and I'm, I'm always curious, though, that we are the most diverse city in Michigan. That's... The, the, I mean, per, I would say per capita, because, I yeah. mean, you could, like, you go to a place like Troy, and sure, there are, you know, it's a big place, mm-hmm. and there are folks from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but not with the same, not in the same kind of density, density and not, yeah. not, not the same, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, kind of per capita demographic. Mm-hmm. So where are we going? What do you <laughs> well, think? You know, I mean, I I don't know where we're going. I mean, the uh, you know, in terms of in terms of our ethnicity or our our mm-hmm. demographics, you know, the um, so much of that is dependent on the world situation. True. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and on the economic situation, so. But from everything that I've seen, we continue to be a place that draws people. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, we say draw, draws people from all over the world. 
but also draws people who are attracted to that kind of place to live. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, they may very well have been born here and, and all of that, but they want to live in mm-hmm. the kind of place that we are, mm-hmm. where, where they are in contact with, with the world and where their, their voice and their presence makes a difference. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a really important part of, mm-hmm. of the attraction of Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can talk about it politically, but it's not just political. It's, it's you know, your presence on the block yes. makes a difference. Um, you're, you, you know, nobody is, uh, is kind of anonymous, right? Not or, in Hamtramck, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you, you're part of a community, yeah. and you can feel that immediately. And people, people crave that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that in my, where I where I live on Moran Street, you know that you you see the interaction of the community. Often you'll have families. Um, one family occupies one house, and their kids are next door or across mm-hmm. the street. And and I've had you know people come to me asking what I had some repairs done in my house if I was selling the house because uh-huh. I want to bring my family in here. So you have those kind of connections. Yeah, those classic chain migration. Exactly. Exactly. Not a bad thing. No, it's not. And, and Despite what you know, right? The the way it was painted. And you know, it, it's also I find that it gives the city a lot of vitality. And this is an old town in a lot of ways, but it seems to have uh, a continuing strength that goes on, mm-hmm. no matter what. And we've we know this city has had more diversity than I can imagine. We've seen so much happen over the years, and yet it always manages to come through. We always manage to overcome whatever challenge, like the Dodge Main closing, which was people don't remember how bad that really, really, really was. That was when we were on the edge of actually, you know, wondering if we were going to even have a future. Mm -hmm. And somehow we came through, and we continue to that. We're actually a growing city. Yeah, I think that Hamtramck takes a kind of pride in that as well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, yeah, you know, we, we're scrappy, mm-hmm. um, and we're, uh, you know, we don't give up. No, <laughs> no, we don't. That's that's actually the exact phrase that I used, and yeah. in, in, I think in the last podcast, uh, yeah. we're, we're a very scrappy city, <laughs> which I think, and it's, it's very true, I mean, no matter... What we go through, you know, any everything we've gone through in, in the history of the city, you know, we've we've come out on the other side, you know, maybe a little bit bruised and battered, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're always we're always on the other side. So, um, no matter, I mean, even you know, even if we do go through something major, you know, right. some sort of financial situation or or anything along that line, it's like. We'll we'll find our way, you know. We're yeah. like we're scrappy, we're tough. We'll get through it. So we'll, we'll survive, and we do. So, so you glad you moved here? <laughs> <laughs> I am. You know, I wanted to tell the story of the first time I ever heard of Hamtramck because uh-huh. I, you know, yeah. I did not know about Hamtramck, you know, growing up or anything like that. Yeah. But you know, you mentioned Dodge Maine, yeah. and um, the first time I ever heard the word Hamtramck was I was uh, teaching English at North Carolina State University in Raleigh and looking through, this was like mid-80s, early 80s, and looking through um, new films you know, mm-hmm. in the library. Yep. And at the time, you had to watch them in the library. You couldn't, you know, yeah. It was like VCRs <laughs> were new, right? Yeah. And I saw one that said that 
title was Pole Town Lives, and I thought I was interested in Polish people and Pole Town Lives. That sounds interesting. And honestly, I watched this, you know, documentary right. about the um, destruction of the Pole Town neighborhood mm-hmm. and um, Detroit and Hamtramck and the GM plant and all of that business. And I sobbed my eyes out no. there in the library. <laughs> yeah. Um, n- never in a million years imagining that that place, that this place would would become my home and would be mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, kind of eat my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> really. Really, yeah. And become so much a part of who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, this this town has an ability to, to pull you in. Honestly, it and, really does. And no one ever leaves. And those those yeah. folks who come into the museum and say, "Oh, you know, it's not what it mm-hmm. was," you know, yeah, we we complain because right. they're they're arguing, you know, when their money is out in Clinton Township somewhere. Yeah. But they're back here mourning. Yes. Because. This place just like never leaves you. It never leaves right. you. Yeah, I've I've seen so many. Uh, I've, I've done interviews with people. I, I one in particular stands out briefly. Uh, he was a veteran, and this was several years ago. A veteran of World War II, and I wanted to interview him to do an oral history. And uh, I went to his house, which was over in Warren, as I recall. When we sat down. <laughs> And he started telling me about growing up in Hamtramck. We never talked about the war. He had left Hamtramck. He never came back to Hamtramck after World War II. And it was like he never left. (laughs) You know, that's all we talked about is growing up in Hamtramck. People have these incredibly fond memories of it. You know, and there's going to be another generation, you know, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years from now, who are going to, you know, Talk about him tramic in the same way, right? Exactly. From their experience now. Yeah, and I, I think, I think even uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. I think even if, even if it was, um, you have, you know, you do have people who who may say bad things, you know, and say, oh well, it's changed and they don't like it and this and that, which is like fine, whatever, you know, like that's mm-hmm. that's your opinion. People right. have opinions. It, it it is what it is. But you're going to have people like like you mentioned who haven't lived here in you know fifty sixty years and they have fond memories and they have nothing but good to say and there are people that that come into the city all the time who who may not live here who live maybe an hour or even not two hours away and they come for the day just to get their their kabasa or you know even on punchki day they'll come in and and it's because they. It, it, it's that pull. It's that pull back yeah. into the city. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. And I have not seen that anywhere else. Yes, yeah, so really. I mean, there's like such a sense of community here that it really runs through the whole city. And I've been to a bunch of other places. And not that I've been there all that long, but I've never, even as a reporter for those years where I covered so many other communities, rarely do you find that kind of uh, the uh, you know connection that people have here to each other and to the town itself. Yeah, and even like when we we mentioned in the last podcast about uh you know even you have neighbors that don't speak the same language but <laughs> they stu- they somehow are able to communicate with each other and and get things done and and you know they there are no issues. Um I mean I'm sure you know yeah. there are issues that arise from time to time but you know like for the most part 
people get along and people learn how to communicate mm-hmm. with each other, even, again, even if you don't have speak the yeah. same language. Yeah, and this is such a great lesson, um, you know, for the country. And I think that this is also one of the things that draws all, all that attention yeah. from outside is how do you do it? Yeah. Well, you know, like I've said many times, it's a cliche by now out of my mouth, but, you know, it's not Disneyland, right? It's not the <laughs> It's real life. It's real life. And, you know, sometimes we do, you know, argue with each other and, you know. Right, but, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's real life and, and we're here in this tiny little place together and we work it out. Yeah. And, and it's an experience and it's a wonderful place to live. I would never live anyplace else, frankly. I can't frankly. imagine living anywhere else. No. We are not Disneyland, but we do have Hamtramck <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> well, I've, I have seen Goofy walking yep. down the street. <laughs> oh. yep. So, all right, I think we're getting to the, to the close of this uh, program. I really want to thank you for uh, being with us today. Yes, thank and you. We're going to have you back again, I hope. And if you would, would it be so grateful. Uh, yeah, thanks. Maybe. Uh, Reading from Jivna Jevchina. <laughs> yes. I really look forward to seeing that yeah. printed. That would be wonderful. I'm really excited about seeing that. Yeah. So, okay, well, uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to come and visit the Hamtramck Historical Museum. We're at 9525 Joseph Campo. And right in the heart of downtown Hamtramck, come see us, and uh, you can find out more about us on our website, which is hamtramckhistory.org. You can email us if you have questions or comments at hamtramckhistory.com. I'm sorry, hamtramckhistory at gmail.com. And also you can follow us on Facebook, and these podcasts will be made available through all sorts of other uh, our, our other organizations and uh, we are uh, want to thank Podcast Detroit for making this all possible and bearing with us as we went through the process of getting this established and as we learn from program to program yep. <laughs> and sharpen our skills I hope as we go forward so we're working on it <laughs> we're working on it. thank you Mayor Karen Majewski really very great to have it's you my pleasure. here yep, thank you very much thank you Joe thank you awesome. alright bye